0: Today we will be looking at 1 Peter chapter 2 and focus on verse 9, but first I want to read a few verses and narrate a little bit about what the chapter is about. Um, So the first verse begins by saying, So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. And right away we see this reference to the Gospel, right? I mean, it's called repentance. Turning away from the old mission where it was all about us, right? I mean, the, the self-centeredness and seeking our own glory. Those things used to make us happy, if so we thought. <laughs> but now, what brings us true joy is seeing more of the glory of God in Jesus. And, and, and as we are being transformed even more, the more of His glory that we see, And God has opened up our eyes to see him as beautiful and the greatest treasure. And so we turn away from the old promises of the world, right? The old old man lifestyle. No more. And then we go to, to verse number two. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. So we've talked about repentance, and and now we talk about what, after you turn away from sin, what do you turn to? And he says, wow, if you have tasted that the Lord is good, hey, this is where you need to go. Spiritual food, not of darkness, but of the light, right? You know, I'm probably never going to know what certain things in life taste like uh, in the food chain. I don't really recall Um probably did when I was a young child, but tasting cottage cheese, no. Uh, buttermilk, cauliflower, you know, I I don't remember tasting those things. Uh, oyster, snake, rat, armadillo, haha, right? No, definitely, I'm never gonna know what those things taste like, I assume. My brother John, on the other hand, is very courageous, and, um, he'll try just about anything, and so he knows whether he likes it. but. If you have tasted the goodness of God in Jesus, if he's shown you what it it means that that he has good news for your sin, he's opened your eyes to see him as beautiful, the greatest treasure in the universe, um, then why would you not crave the spiritual milk found in his word? I mean, God wants us to love his word like a baby loves milk. And maybe you say, well, I go to church. What are you you saying? But do you hold your nose and swallow God's word? Or is it good? Have you been given eyes to see Jesus as beautiful? Do you you savor his word and say, ah, this is awesome. Thank you, Lord. Well, verses 4 through 8 talk about Jesus as a living cornerstone. We're not going to dwell a lot on that. All we believe is, is built on him. And, and we are, are like live stones. He's a living cornerstone. Yes, right? I mean, he was the one who died and was raised up from the grave. And the same goes for us. He's going to raise us up from the grave one day. But even now, we're alive and uh, in, in Christ. And we have the same power that raised him from the grave, grave living in us so that we can overcome sin in our life. And not only that, uh, we have victory constantly over spiritual death. And spiritual death, of course, is a separation from God's fellowship. But we are accepted by God, approved by God because of Jesus' righteousness. All right, well, let's move on to the focal text here today. Verse 9, but you are a chosen race. A royal priesthood a holy nation a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and so there's some great things god's given us uh, and peter mentions some right here i mean he chose us before the foundation of the world he made us royal priest <laughs> a holy nation a people he treasures Uh, Not because of our goodness, but because He chose to treasure us. He chose us. And one way, it's kind of cool to look at it, is to see how the Father chose us to be a bride for His Son. Um, But, we have become like tainted with sin, right? We're all sinners. We are not a very good gift. We're not a very, uh, we're not a virgin bride but an evil, self-serving, vile bride. But Jesus himself went to the cross to purify us. And here's a cool uh, scripture for that. And then we'll close. Ephesians 5.25 Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Verse 27 So that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. Now, you know we who delight in Jesus are all those things that verse nine says. We are a beautiful bride for his own possession because we've been given his righteousness. So remember back, Peter began this chapter talking about how we are to repent of our old mission goals of self-centeredness and and now we see in the second part of verse 9 a good picture of our new mission that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous life so father god we come to you now and thank you for your word we ask you lord to please show us more your glory and um, help us to to live lives in repentance denying ourselves and taking up our cross daily to follow you and repenting every day, living out the gospel every day, looking to you in faith and hope and joy, Lord. Thank you for loving us and choosing us and and giving us your righteousness. And and may we find the greatest joy in our new mission that you've given us. Uh, As we see more and more of who you are, Lord, and share with others the excellencies of you, who called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. In Jesus' name, amen.